Today is going to be a beautiful day. Nothing that happens, nothing that is said, nothing that is done is going to disrupt how amazingly blessed your day is going to be. I speak it over you. I believe it for you. I partner with you. I uh, am excited and elated about uh, where we are going on today in terms of our prayer direction. I'm going to ask you very quickly, would you uh, share this uh, with uh, somebody? This is uh, Tuesday where we converge on the electronic altar together on all of our streaming platforms. Wake somebody up. Nudge somebody. Push this into somebody else's uh, thread. Let them know how urgently uh, they need to be a part of what uh, we are doing on today. Uh, in route to uh, prayer uh, this morning, I wanted to share a couple of things with you. Uh, we are in the midst of a financial fast. Uh, a lot of churches, a lot of ministries fast from food. Uh, but 40 days from now until uh, Resurrection Sunday, no spending, no excessive shopping, only buying necessities. Stay off of online shopping sites. I want you to build up your savings. I want you to restore your credit. I want you to uh, invest, investigate about investing uh, so that in 40 days you are in a much stronger fiscal position than where you are right now. If you need information about our financial fast, uh, you can go to uh, newbirth.org and you'll be able to get all of the information uh, relative to it. Uh, I begin the series on Sunday. If you didn't hear Sunday's message, wasn't a part of our worship experience and encounter, ask that you'll go back uh, and watch it. Uh, we are just uh, a few uh, people away uh, from uh, me hitting uh, our goal this morning. Uh, so I need you to share this with uh, as many people as uh, you possibly can. In route to so doing, all of the men who are on this line, all the men who are in this thread, all of the men who you are connected to, I need you to point them to New Birth Missionary Baptist Church this coming Saturday at 8.30 a.m. I am doing a prayer walk just with men and young men. We're going to walk uh, together and pray for strength, pray for stamina, pray for direction, pray for confirmation. So I want all of our men, whether you're a member of our church or not, I want you to uh, bring uh, all of the men that you know uh, and get them to church Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. is going to be absolutely amazing. I don't think that I have taken a moment uh, to thank you all over the last three weeks for supporting uh, my new podcast. Uh, the numbers came back on yesterday, and I am astounded at the overwhelming response uh, by your support and by your love and by you uh, sacrificing your time uh, to lean in. If you've missed any of the previous podcasts, go to jamalbryant.org. Uh, and you can watch uh, the previous podcast. They drop every Thursday at noon, as well as you can get alerts, uh, inspiration, and daily prayer. Uh, if you'll just go to uh, jamalbryant.org, Linda Wesley, 
Uh, that's all you have to do is go to jamalbryant.org. Somebody put that in the thread uh, for me. Go to jamalbryant.org. You can get the daily prayers, daily inspiration, and you'll get an alert the moment that the podcast drops and uh, other uh, uh, community engagement, involvement issues uh, that we are a part of that I want you to be connected to, jamalbryant.org. Ask that you'll do it and ask that uh, you'll share. Um, I want you to consider one parcel of scripture on today. It is Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Here's what it says. For which of you desiring to build a tower, then sit down first and count the cost. And before you start building, consider, do you have enough to build? I want to read that again. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. For which of you desiring to build a tower, then sit down first, count the cost, and figure out whether you have enough to complete it. These are words spoken by the master. A lot of you have used faith as an excuse not to plan. Woo! A lot of you have used faith as an excuse not to plan. For what it is that God has put in your heart you have to have a plan. Nehemiah is distraught because he got a message that you have to go home and rebuild the wall. His face is downcast and downtrodden. And the king asked him, how much is it going to cost? And how long are you going to be back? Ladies and gentlemen, it is so important so important that while we're in this 40-day financial fast, that you write down a financial plan and a financial strategy. 90% of you have absolutely no idea what it's going to take for you to get out of debt. No idea what it is going to take for you to raise your credit. No idea what it is going to take for you to get out of being a renter to becoming an owner because you have not pulled together a plan. I am challenging you that you come up with a plan on how it is that you're going to move forward. Um, an old rabbi, I tell this story all the time, an old rabbi while I, while I was living in Baltimore said something that changed my life. Listen to what the old rabbi told me. He said, Pastor Brian, stop asking people to tithe if you've not taught them how to budget. Drops mic. Don't ask people to tithe if you've not taught them how to budget. Asking people to share, to sow, and to invest 10% means that you have a mind 
around where is the other 90? Most churches, most ministries, most pastors is asking for the 10, but never showing you how to multiply the 90. To tithe, and most people don't tithe because most people don't have a budget. Not because they don't love God. But I don't even know how I'm going to pay the rent. I don't know how I'm going to make the car note. I don't know how I'm going to do the insurance. Because my whole life I was asked to give the 10. And my whole life nobody ever asked, showed me what to do with the 90. We have to have a financial plan. To whom much is given, much is required. Don't you let the enemy delude you into believing because I have faith I don't need a strategy because I have faith I don't need a blueprint, a rubric or a plan you need a plan Jesus said to the disciples don't tell anybody I don't want folks to know what it is that I have done, the miracles I've created, because I know I got a strategy. I gotta get to the cross. And I can't have them kill me prematurely. He had a plan. He had a strategy. Who amongst you? You may build something great, build something significant, do something of real importance, but you have to sit down and counted the cost. I'm going to prayer, but I'm going to make a sharp right. The name of our prayer session today is I Can't Afford You. I can't afford you. I want you to not just have a fiscal budget. I need you to have an emotional budget. There are some people at this point in your life, you can no longer afford to talk to. I can't talk to you because you're gonna to try to talk me out of my dream. You're always gonna bring me negative energy. You are always uh, gonna be a pessimist to my plan. I can't afford it. I can't afford, it's gotta, you've gotta have, here there's somebody write this down, an emotional budget. Because I've forgiven you doesn't mean I can reconcile with you. I forgive you, but stay over there. It don't mean we're going to hang like we used to. We're not going to kiki and play footsie. I forgive you, but I can't have you around my kids. I forgive you, but I don't want you in my house. What is my emotional budget? Because uh, you, you know that you have a recessive gene of competition. What is your budget for how much time you will allocate on TikTok and Instagram and social media when you have not allocated any time to your dream? You up scrolling all night. You roll over and realize it's 1.30 in the morning. You haven't read one decibel of scripture. You haven't listened to anything that will enlarge your thinking, that will push you into the next territory. You've got to have an emotional budget for family members. Hey, 
Y'all can't put me on that. My nerves is bad. My blood pressure is high. My anxiety is right on the edge. What is my emotional budget? There is a tolerance to what it is that I can handle, what it is that I can digest, and what it is that I can receive. And as a consequence, when I go over that budget, I feel spent. I'm drained. I know it when I look at call ID and I see it's your name. God, give me the budget to be able to handle my siblings. Give me the budget emotionally for this child that got, keeps going in a downward cycle, is in and out of trouble. I need an emotional budget. Expand my bandwidth before it is that I have to deal with this supervisor today because they got one more time. I've got to get in a raise in my patience. I've got to get a raise, here it is, in my compassion. I have got to get a raise in my listening capacity because I feel spent. My sister said something, Dr. Tamer Bryant, she's the former president of the American Psychological Association. Here's what my sister said, and I want you to have it. 82% of your stress is not yours. Woo! 82% of your stress is not yours. You are stressed over somebody else's issue. Are they okay? Are they all right? Do they need anything? And I'm now in the red because it's hard for me to function. It's hard for me to move. It's hard for me to um, occupy the next place because I don't have anything left. And that's why folk don't understand why I'm irritable, while I'm annoyed, why I'm easily angered because I overspent my emotional budget and my emotional capital. And I need an infusion of strength to be poured back into me. That's why I got to take a deep breath before I deal with family. That's why I got to take a deep breath before I go in certain circles. That's why I got to be in a deep breath because I'm friends with them, but I'm not friends with the people who they friends with. And now I'm at a table of people who I tolerate. I don't know how to celebrate. I'm beyond my emotional capacity and I've overspent it. And that's what I want to pray with you about today. Come on, let's pray. Let's, <laughs> I got to pray. There it is. Somebody uh, said they're taking care of their grandkids. Uh, I want to pray even for those of you who are caregivers, those of you who are taking care of aging or uh, uh, sick parents, those of you who got uh, kids with special needs, and those of you who has uh, an emotionally available, unavailable spouse. Uh, for those of you who are uh, dealing with uh, alcoholics at home, uh, for those of you who are, are working from home and the walls are coming in on you, those of you who have become weary and well-doing, I'm out of my budget. I got nothing left to offer. I got nothing else to give. And that's why the most vulnerable people, I'm trying to get the prayer, but I feel you all pulling on me today. 
the most emotionally drained and spent people are our leaders. They spend so much time pouring in the protecting and they're not receiving. And so they hit a brick wall so they're doing the work of church but not receiving ministry. And so they become bitter. And the leaders, I often say, don't take breaks. They break down. A lot of time, leaders do not take breaks. They break down. And then they come back using the language, my season is up. Well, your season ain't up. You need some rest. You need to be fed. You need to be sit down and not serve for a season. I want to pray for you. Because I really feel like this is... Uh, resonating with mounds of you. Uh, and I want to pray that God will help you with your budget. Emotional capital. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you'll open up the faucet and unleash strength, patience, compassion, wisdom and timing uh, my brother my sister is on this line today driving on empty they don't have anything left I need you to pour into them and refresh them so that they can move forward with their day God please give them a uh, odometer on how many miles they got to go Give them a break from bad news. Give them a break from crisis management. Give them a break from having to be firefighters. Give them a break from being crossing guards and air traffic controllers. I pray, dear Lord, that you will enlarge their capacity. Give them the budget for what it is that they have been assigned to do. I pray that you will give them the internal fortitude to be able to navigate the spaces that you are charting for them. Help them not to replicate Moses' mistake so that they can speak to the issue and not fight the issue. Thank you, I pray, that in this moment you will make them millionaires of their mindset that they begin to spend only the capital that they have available. They're able to reserve their internal strength for the people and the things that matter the most. I pray, dear Lord, that they don't use so much at work that they don't have anything left at home. I pray, dear Lord, that you'll build up their savings, the savings of their subconscious, so that they're... Uh, Idle thoughts are not uh, meandering in the places of which they are not assigned. I pray, dear Lord, that you'll safeguard their dreams. I pray that you'll put a hedge fence of protection around their subliminal thinking. I pray, dear Lord, that you'll put people into their life who will not just withdraw, but put people into their life who will make a deposit. God, I am so grateful that you refused to let them break down even when they didn't realize you were just slowing them down. I pray that you'll give them what they need for this battle, for this journey, and remind them, albeit subtly, 
that this battle is not theirs. This battle is yours. I declare it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm praying for your strength. I want to say a couple of things to you. My financial planner gave me an assignment early in life, and I want to give it to you. And while you're in this financial fast, all the more particularly, this is what I want you to do. Every day, every dime you spend, I want you to write it down. How much you spent at Starbucks. How much you spent on Uber Eats. How much you spent uh, at Exxon, at Shell. Write down every expense so that you're able to look at it and see how it is that you're spending you have a sense of how it is that you're saving. I don't want you to think your debit card is free money because you're not making a physical transaction. A lot of times, emotionally, psycho psychologically, you're not seeing how much it is that you're spending because you're just whipping out your card, dropping your Apple Pay, sending the Zelle, and you're not mindful that your account is depleting. I want you to do it. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. And then in that other column, I want you to see how much you are sowing into the kingdom. Luke 14 and 28, Jesus said, for which of you want to do something great but have not sat down and begun to write out how much it's going to cost you? I want you to make an investment into your idea, your dream, or your goal of 28 because I want you to study Luke 14 and 28. But I also want you to write this down that I sold into the kingdom $28 on today. I want you to go to newbirth.org right now. Give the five push pay text to give. Give a seed of 28. Cash app is at your disposal. Go to dollar sign Jamal Bryant. Uh, not Jamal Bryant, Crown Prince 07. Don't send to Jamal Bryant. Send to Crown Prince 07. Dial sign Crown Prince 07. And uh, sow a seed of 28. Dial sign Crown Prince 07 uh, is uh, our cash app. I want you to send it in. First, thank you so much, uh, Son Goddess. I'm grateful for you. Jamal, uh, New Birth, I'm sorry. Newbirth.org. Uh, is where I want you to sow that seed of 28, uh, Crown Prince 07. Today, while you're praying today, while you're working today, while you're scrolling today, take a moment and write out a financial plan today for what it is that uh, you have to do and how it is that you function. Love you, praying for you, excited. Tonight, we're going to the altar. My sister, Prashia Hillier, uh, is gonna join me all the way from Houston, Texas, it's going to be crazy. You've got to get to new birth at 7.30. Tonight, we're going to the altar. We're going all the way there. And then on uh, Saturday, all of our men. God bless you. And I'll see you at the top with a plan.